Welcome to our Day of the Reflection for this Sunday, October 8th, the Lord's Day, the Day of the Resurrection, a day of joy. And, uh, you know, one of the questions that came to me yesterday was the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. And someone said, well, how do we pray the Rosary in the car? Well, one of the things I recommend is our Amen app. You can listen to the Rosary and that'll help guide your prayer meditation. And a lot of people have found the Amen app, which the Augustine Institute produces for free. Just go Amen Catholic, look that up. In your app search, and you'll find it and download it absolutely for free. Always will be free. All of it is free. And uh, what you'll find is some different ways to listen to prayers and pray on your car commute. And it'll help you pray that rosary. So just wanted to give that shout out to the Amen app. And I think it's a great thing for you to use. You can also listen to the readings of the day on the Amen app. And so I highly recommend that uh, with a professional voice. I love listening to the daily scriptures from that, that professional voice each day. Well, the readings today are beautiful, and they really are interwoven, as always, on a, especially on a Sunday. And in Isaiah chapter 5, we get this great poem, literally. Uh, Isaiah says, let me sing for my beloved a love song. And he sings about a vineyard, that his beloved owned a vineyard on a very fertile hill. And of course, Jewish tradition always interpreted this, and I think correctly, uh, that the vineyard is the temple. And the fertile hill is Mount Zion on God's mountain. And, and the owner of the vineyard is God. And his planting, his vine, is Israel. And of course, we see this with Psalm 80, that the vine of the Lord is Israel, and God's planting that on a hill. And then that brings us then to the gospel reading, where Jesus gives this parable of the wicked tenants. And the parable of the wicked tenants, uh, if you're a Jew and you know that the, that the temple was represented in Isaiah from Isaiah's day on as a vineyard. Um, now you now you can understand what that vineyard represents in Jesus's parable much better. In fact, Herod the Great, when he built rebuilt the temple, he adorned the outer sanctuary of the the main sanctuary building of the temple complex with grapevines and clusters of grapes in gold plating on the wall of the outer sanctuary. Of the temple of that sanctuary building in fact josephus describes that when the sun shone on that gold it was almost blinding and so when jesus talks about uh, a vineyard he's talking about the temple and later on in john 15 on his last night he'll talk about i am the true vine in other words jesus is saying i am the true temple right so wow that helps us recalibrate what this really means and the depth of meaning being evoked by jesus's metaphor or parable of a vineyard. And of course, in Isaiah, the problem with the vineyard is the fruit's bad. And that represents how Israel's being unrighteous and wicked. And so you have what Isaiah actually calls in the Hebrew, stinking grapes, rotten grapes, uh, bad fruit. Now, in Jesus' story, it's not that the fruit is bad, it's that the tenants, who the owner of the vineyard has lent out his vineyard, to these tenants, the tenants are wicked and they're keeping the fruit for themselves. And of course, as Jesus talks about it, the owner sends servants but they to get a, his share of the vineyard and of the fruit and they beat some of these servants and torture them and treat, mistreat them and then even kill them. And then the owner says, well, I'll send my son. They'll respect my son even if they don't respect my servants. And so he sends his own son to get a share of the vineyard, of the fruit of the vineyard that he owns. And when they see the, the, the son, they say, come, let us kill him so that we can seize and acquire the inheritance for ourselves. 
And of course, Jesus is the owner's son. And this is a parable speaking about what will happen to Jesus, uh, that the wicked tenants, the priests and the scribes and the Pharisees will seek to kill Jesus so they can seize the temple and Israel for themselves. And so that's a, a powerful parable. And then, of course, Jesus will quote Psalm 118 that says, The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, the cornerstone of a new temple. And Jesus, in his resurrection, will build a new temple, which will be the church. And, of course, in the church, we know that the owner of the church is God the Father. But he has tenants, and that is priests, just like in the Old Covenant. The priests and leaders, they are to be good stewards and not to, uh, and, and to obey the Son and the Father, the owner of the vineyard. And I think if we encounter sometimes bad tenants, wicked tenants, even amongst the clergy today, it doesn't mean that the church is bad. Remember, God is the owner. It just means that the tenants are. And God warns those tenants, especially the clergy and the leaders, that they will have a reckoning. They better bring good fruit to him. And, uh, and they better not impede that. And so otherwise they will be judged in the end. And that's the warning at the end of the parable. So, so much depth to this idea of the vineyard. The vineyard is the temple in the Old Testament, and it's the church in the New Covenant. And so that, I think, opens our eyes to reflecting on the meaning of that. And what God seeks from the church is the fruit. And what is that fruit? It's righteousness, deeds of righteousness, according to Isaiah 5. So let's reflect on Isaiah 5 and uh, this parable from Matthew 21 together to understand what Jesus is saying. He wants good fruit, and he wants those whom he has entrusted to be good tenants to be fruitful tenants of his vineyard. Well, let's reflect on that today and how he looks for the church to be fruitful in righteousness and good deeds. May the Lord bless and keep you. In the coming year, we hope to develop and release a number of new resources to help Catholics understand, live, and share their faith. A number of these are going to include an all-new technological basis for our formed platform. You know, we have almost 2 million people who use the formed platform, and we want to make it so much easier to navigate, to use, to access information, and great programming, and so an entirely new digital platform for the form platform. That's going to be so important. And next, we want to launch a couple new MA degrees. The first is an MA in Catholic education. You know, renewing Catholic schools is something that we are very eager to help do. And so we have a lot of students and are over 500 students in our MA program, a lot of student inquiries about getting better equipped to transform Catholic education. And so we want to add a new MA in Catholic education. Along with that, we want to have a new MA in Scripture, in Sacred Scripture as well. And then, following our education theme, we want to complete our Word of Life religious education curriculum by completing 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, our middle school curriculum. And this is going to include workbooks and videos and a digital platform, both for parish programming as well as for Catholic schools. We want to renew Catholic education. So important to reach the kid, our kids with the gospel. And with that in mind, we're also going to start a new multi-year program for confirmation. Confirmation is oftentimes the last time children are in, kids are in Catholic education. And so we want to make this a dynamic program that's going to give them a lifelong faith and faithfulness. And so this is going to be a really important program. And we're also going to have a component for the sponsors and the parents to reach the entire family and renew the church 
through confirmation and really harness the graces of confirmation for a great renewal of the church. And then finally, we want to have a new Symbolon program. You know, our, our old Symbolon program is over 10 years old now. And so, so many people enter the church and the first thing they do is they go through the Symbolon program. We want to make it a fantastic and deep experience. And so, we're going to refilm Symbolon and make it better than ever to, to help adult faith formation and to help all those who are entering RCIA, the traditional OCIA as, it, as it's called now, but RCIA. And then we want you to be partners with us in this mission to help us to invest in these programs in a powerful and deep way. So the sooner we resource it, the sooner we can release these programs. So come and help us. And you could do that at going to www.augustininstitute.org slash give. That is uh, www.augustininstitute.org slash give. Give and be a partner with us in this great mission of renewing the church and the world through Christ. God bless and keep you. To sign up and start receiving these daily reflections in your inbox every day for free, visit form.org slash daily and enter your email. You can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustine Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, eBooks, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustine Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.